So let's talk about Hilchas Chanukah. Frey Chanukah, everybody. Happy Chanukah. Everybody should be zeched to have a, a lichtiga, a delightful and lightful Chanukah. The, some of the halachas I want to talk about um, pertain in particular to women. One of them is the minig, which is particular to women on Chanukah, the minig of not doing work during the time when the lights are burning which is uh, a half hour. And the reason for this minig is to remember that we don't utilize the light for our own purposes, so that's to sanctify the lights, to neres a little kaidushem, to give them that kedusha. And the reason why this minig is particular to women is because part of the Nes Hanukkah occurred through the heroism of a woman, Yehudis, so therefore th- this particular minig grew around the, uh, a woman's participation in the mitzvah of Hanukkah. Women are obligated in the mitzvah of Hanukkah exactly like men are obligated. One of the reasons why they're obligated equally to men is because that they play such a major role in the nace of Hanukkah. So therefore, to give more attention to the fact that a women are our primary importance in the, in the mitzvah of Hanukkah, so the women took upon themselves this minute of not working, not doing any work, quote-unquote, while the nares are burning, which is about a half hour. Now, what exactly constitutes work? So the Paiskim say that cooking and cleaning and, and things like that are permitted, and the work here is mainly referring to sewing or washing clothing. So it's kind of similar to what you'll find in Chalmaid, that, uh, that those are the things that are prohibited, whereas cooking and cleaning and those kind of things are permitted. Uh, if you have some real work to do, you're at your job, and by not working you will incur a loss, so it would be similar to what would be on Chalamite called a Dover Havid, so that also would be permitted. It's not, it's not more stringent than Chalamite, but typically for a half hour, unless you're in an important meeting, um, it, can, it can wait. Now, although women are, uh, are obligated equally as men in Ne'er Hanukkah, they are yaitzah together with their husbands in the hadlaka because of Ishtika Gufai. So the hadlaka that the, well, someone's husband does helps for his wife. And interestingly, it's true vice versa as well, that if the woman were to light, the husband is automatically yaitzah because of Ishtika Gufai. And this becomes relevant um, Obviously, if a woman wants the light, that would be one relevant case. But besides that, if uh, a husband is away, let's say a husband is on a business trip uh, pre-corona, uh, or, or for whatever reason, the husband has to be away, uh, and, and uh, then the wife is obligated to light the menorah in the house, because the, the primary place where the menorah takes place is in the house, so the wife has to light the menorah in the house. That's, that's the main menorah. And... In that case, her husband is really automatically yaitza with her because of Ishtika Gufai. And if the husband, wherever he may be, wants to light the Hanukkah menorah where he is, uh, Mishabura says he really has to make sure he does it before his wife does it. Because once his wife does it, it's too late. He's automatically yaitza. So in order to be able to do his own hadlaka, he'll have to do it first. Make sure he does it, he times it, that he does it before his wife does it, which might be a little complex if you're in different time zones. But regardless, you have to see to it that you light first, so then your yaitza on your own wherever you are, and then your wife, wife would light. But again, the obligation really is men and women um, equally, and it's just that uh, husband and wife are as one, so they don't require a separate headlock. But the question is that if so, 
why wouldn't daughters light? Why don't girls, single girls light? So I'm mean, single girls that are living alone or living with a roommate or something like that, they actually are obligated to light. But single girls in a home don't always light. Some people do have the mini, some most have the mini that they don't. And it's actually a good question why not? And it's discussed what the swara of that is. Some say it's because the lighting used to take place outdoors. So it was uh, called the Chazal were in Machayev them to, to go out, Mahadrin to go out outdoors. They could be yaitza with the household's hadlaka. Uh, but they are being yaitza. They're just not lighting their own individual hadlaka. Okay, regardless, everybody is obligated. Men and women are both obligated in hadlaka. And what another aspect of that, what's, that's important, is that before the hadlaka happens, one is not allowed to eat. So now when we say you're not allowed to eat, it doesn't mean you can't eat anything you could. You could eat anything that's a shahakal, you could eat anything that's a hadama, that's a ha'at. When we say you can't eat, we mean you can't eat mezainus, uh, a significant amount of mezainus, enough to make a bracha achrayna, and you can't wash. So if you want to do either of those things, hadlaka has to take place first. But you could eat latkes, excuse me, and you could take a drink, but the donuts, those are going to have to wait until after hadlaka. And this could be uh, a little tricky if, um, you know, when, when, if, if the husband does go to work rather than work from home. Um, it's funny how many things changed this year, that a lot of these questions became irrelevant due to the current situation. But in those days when people would go to work and they would come home from work late, so you would have to wait for ad luck until the, the husband comes home, so that could be quite a bit of time. And until that, that happens, um, a woman would need to wait as well. Uh, if it's difficult, there is a there are there are heterim in this particular situation since the fact is the husband is the one who's akroy, he's the one who's in charge of the lighting, so it, there's more leniencies for women again if it's if it's a difficult situation. Halal is recited all of Hanukkah; it can be recited all day uh, until sundown, but it can't be recited at night. Halal has the same status as Birchus Kriyashma, that means that you're not supposed to be mafsik in the middle, the same way when you're in the middle of Yetzirah or, or, or Kriyashma, you're not supposed to talk in the middle, answer questions, answer a phone call, so Halal has that same status. It's one big thing, and you need to say the whole thing in one, uh, in one chat. So if you're going to be saying Halal, it's important to find a time that you can do it without getting interrupted. There's an obligation to be mechanach children in the mitzvah of Hanukkah. So therefore, all children who are the age of chinuch um, need to be present while the menorah is lit, so that they can be yaitza, boys and girls alike. They can be yaitza both with the hadlaka and with the brachas. They need to hear the brachas as well. Uh, boys, as, as is the, the custom, once they're old enough, they light their own menorah. Uh, and I guess the age, proper age would be once they're old enough not to burn themselves and uh, make the brachas. And uh, girls, again, if they, they could light if they'd like to, if they want to, they're welcome to light, but otherwise the minig is that women don't, um, don't need to light, girls don't need to light, they're just yaitza with their father. <clears throat> uh, an interesting thing, to be careful tomorrow when it's Arab Shabbos, so we all know that we light our menorahs, we have to make sure that there's enough oil that it should burn until it becomes night and a half hour into the night. So you, we light before around, around candle lighting time, so we're lighting at uh, 15 minutes, 18 minutes before Shkia, and it needs to burn until Shkia, plus another 45 minutes at least, and then a half hour after that. So you have to have enough oil for it to burn for a good hour and a half. Uh, and this is where it gets tricky when you have children lighting because... Um, when you have uh, children lighting and they light the regular candles, those candles only burn for a half hour. So uh, really, essentially what children should do, either you can figure out, you know, 
something for them that will burn longer. When I was growing up, what we did was we used uh, Shabbos candles when we lit Arab Shabbos. Um, you know, like the big candles for, that you use for Shabbos Neris. That's what we would use Arab Shabbos, but obviously you have to have a menorah that's going to fit that kind of uh, uh, candle. Uh, or you could use oil. So anyway, if you don't want to do those options and you're not, you're not comfortable with that, so then may, what you should do is that the child is very, he's welcome to light his menorah with the candles, you know, like he always does, but he shouldn't make the brachas. He should be yaitza the brachas with his father uh, at, or, or with an older brother, and then he could light his candles, but essentially he'll be mainly be yaitza with you in that, is that in, 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 on Arab Shabbos. So he can go ahead and light his thing so that he doesn't feel left out, but uh, the, the, the actual mitzvah, you can explain to him you're going to be yaitza, you know, listen to your father, listen to the brachas, be yaitza with him, and then you'll light your own candles also. And this way, you're mekayim b'chinuch, and it won't be a, it won't be a brachal of atala. So that's, that's an important thing to be careful about tomorrow, Erev Shabbos. And obviously, be careful for ourselves to make sure that our Hanukkah licht have enough oil to burn long enough so that it won't be a question of a, of a brachal of atala, and you can be yaitza the mitzvah.